This is a Legacy of Laughs comedy from the golden age of radio, brought to you by RelicRadio.com. Procter & Gamble brings you the Red Skelton Show, starring Red Skelton, David Rose, and his orchestra, our singing stars, the Four Knights, Verna Felton, Lorene Tuttle, Pat McGee, and our singer, Susan Ellers, and yours truly, Rod O'Connor. Yes, it's the Red Skelton Show, brought to you by Tide, Procter & Gamble's amazing new discovery for your whole family walk. Tide's in, dirt's out, Tide gets clothes cleaner than any soap. Any soap? Yes, any soap, Tide gets clothes cleaner than any soap. T-I-D-E, Tide. And now from Metro-Golden-Mare comes the star of our program, Red Skelton. Ladies and gentlemen, how are you, Rod? Oh, I'm fine, Red. Say, did you get your Christmas tree yet? Yeah, I got a tree up in the mountains. Mount mountains, mountains. <laughs> mountains. Well, I come up with new words all the time. Put <laughs> your dictionaries out, will you? I mean, mountains. Uh, why yeah. didn't you buy your tree? Well, I tried one place, but uh, I stopped, and they w- were asking a dollar. Oh, but Red, a dollar per tree isn't much. Yeah, but a dollar per needle is. <laughs> It's a scrawny little trees this year, you know. <laughs> Pretty small, huh? <laughs> I got one of the $5 trees caught under my fingernails and was arrested for shipload. And <laughs> 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 I bite my nails, too. <laughs> oh, now stop it. No, I selected one tree and I asked the tenant to paint it for me. <laughs> Ship hopping, that's fine. <laughs> I asked him to paint it for me, and he aimed the spray gun at it, and he turned on the air pressure, and last I saw it, it was flying over Pasadena. <laughs> well, I don't blame you for going to the mountains to get yeah. a tree. Uh, did you have fun decorating the tree? Yeah, the decorating wore me out, wore me out. Well, there's no work Hey, to you, know, you know a good way to get icicle effect on your tree? No. <laughs> Stand in front of the tree and let somebody slap you on the back while you're eating a plate of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forget it. What do you think we're gonna? We ain't got much time. You think? Uh, what do you think you'll get for? Red, I've got a confession to make. I opened your present already, and frankly, I'm disappointed. Yeah. I've been hinting all year for a television set. I've been hinting all year. You weren't gonna get it, too. <laughs> Did you like my gift? Oh, I appreciated the gift, but to save my soul, I can't figure out what it is. Well, then we're even. Neither could I. <laughs> well, we set your bargain. I hate to let it go by. <laughs> Water, right? <laughs> With a year's supply of flies. <laughs> well, what do you think you get from your family? Well, I'll get a pair of shoes from Georgia and a pair of socks from my little boy Richard and shoestrings from my daughter Valentina. My feet will have a very Merry Christmas. <laughs> well, how do you know what you're going to get? Did they tell you? No, I opened the mail and the bill was there. <laughs> hey, speaking of mail, we got a telegram here from our, from, uh, our sponsors tonight. Would you folks like to hear it, huh? Thank you very much, both of you. It says, it's better to give than receive. This some people will not believe. 
As believers we give, and we give with delight, entertainment, so delete the commercials tonight. Merry Christmas, signed Procter & Gamble. Isn't that nice? <laughs> the, uh, four knights, the four knights are going to sing. Well, it's poor little Jesus. Oh, yeah. He was Mary's baby. Oh. When was Jesus born? The last month in a year. When was Jesus born? The last month in a year. When was Jesus born? The last month in a year. January. No, no. February. No, no. March, April, May. Ha, ha, ha. June, July. August, September, October, November was the 25th day of December. When my brother was the last month in a year. Now tell me when was Jesus born? When was Jesus born? The last month in a year. Brother, won't you tell me, brother, when, when was Jesus born? The last month in the year. January, no, no. February, no, no. March, April, May, ha, 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 June, July, August, September, October, November was the 25th day of December. When my brother was the last month in the year. He was born of a virgin, wrapped up in a swallow, laid down in a manger. January, no, no. February, no, no. March, April, May, ha, 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 June, July, August, September, October. November was the 25th day of December. When my brother was the last month in the year. Now tell me when was Jesus born? When my brother was the last month in the year. When was Jesus born? The last month in the year. Brother, won't you tell me, brother, when was Jesus born? The last month in the year. January, no, no. February, no, no. March, April, May, hallelujah, June, July. August, September, October, November was the 25th day of December. When my brother was the last month in the year. Tonight on the street corners in the vacant lots, we find the Christmas tree salesman. And among them, we might find Clem Cadiddlehopper. <laughs> the mar, it's going to fall off. <laughs> I work like a beaver to get these trees, too. Wore all the enamel off my teeth. <laughs> burr, it's cold. That's what it says, B-R-R-R, burr. Burr, it's cold. Christmas trees. Christmas trees at summer prices. Christmas trees. Uh-oh, here comes a lady loaded down with bundles. I bet she don't see that strip of ice on the sidewalk there. <laughs> To the left, lady, to the left. For a second there, I thought she was going to miss it. Help! Help me up! 
too. What do you do to you? Well, help me out of that snowbank. Hmm? I'm in it up to my head. No. What are you waiting for? Well, the paper says warmer tomorrow, and if the, <laughs> if the snow thaws, will you be in the clear? Uh... Liam, don't ask so stupid. Help me out. Okay. <laughs> you okay? I'm so frozen, my face is blue. Well, don't worry. It'll go back to its normal green again. <laughs> It's getting colder. Yeah. Aren't you cold? I'm freezing. I got so many goose pimples, they're working in two shifts. <laughs> Here, let's stand over for the bonfire. Stand a little closer to the log there. Do you feel warmer? Nope. I feel just as cold as ever. Maybe I should have lit the logs, huh? <laughs> Why haven't you set fire to these logs? Well, they last longer this way. <laughs> Asking for a xellophone. How did you spell xellophone? Hmm? How did you spell xellophone? Oh, I'll settle for a drum. <laughs> Get more stupid every year. Well, naturally, you don't think I want to go stagnant, do you? Nothing <laughs> improved. Oh, uh, I don't know what to tell Santa Claus to bring me. Well, maybe he'll bring you something you really need. No, I've given up asking for brains. <laughs> What are you going to give me? Well, I haven't picked out a Christmas present yet. I was going to wait till after Christmas when the prices go down. <laughs> Clem, if you want to know what to get me for Christmas, Clem, I can give you a hint. You can? We don't have our Christmas tree yet. Well, just pick out any tree here you like. Go ahead. Yeah. How about that six-foot fur? Oh, you don't want that big old thing, do you? Yes, I do. You're just saying that to be polite. <laughs> That's my $10 tree. <laughs> Would you like this little one here? It'll look cute on your mantle. Uh, see, I'm going to have to buy a tree after all. Oh. How much are they? Well, they're a dollar and a quarter a foot. Now, I want that six-foot fur. Uh -huh. How much does that come to it? A dollar and a quarter a foot. Well, let's see. Now, you multiply 25 <laughs> by six. I'm going to have to take my shoes off for this one. <laughs> multiply, you uh, see, 25 times six would be... Uh, like you're going to get that big tree after all. Oh, look at your car stopped across the street. Yeah, look at that. Cadillac! A new Cadillac! Gee, ain't that man driving handsome? Oh, uh, Christmas trees? Christmas tree, mister? Uh, yeah, I'm looking for one. Uh, what do you have in a real cheap tree? Termites. <laughs> you expect, owls? <laughs> what did you want to pay for a tree? Well, let me see something for 40 cents. Well, here's a nice hairy broomstick over there. <laughs> oh, I need a tree. Uh, don't you have anything for 40 cents? Well, yes, 40. <laughs> here's a package of seeds, but I doubt if they'll sprout by Christmas. You uh, sure have some scrawny stuff around here. You're looking at my girl. <laughs> Yeah. Watch me tonight. I'll throw in a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, she's really something. Yeah. Hmm? I said, she's really something. Yeah, I've heard that before. But what? <laughs> Maybe I can help you, sir. <laughs> well, let's not get sickening about it. Well, uh, you're quite a honeysuckle baby doll. Look, you timber wolf. 
If you're interested in a tree, I can let you have this one for 40 cents. But it's all brown. I never saw a brown Christmas tree before. Is it something new? Oh, no, it's very old. Very old. <laughs> In fact, it was left over from last year. Could you use this tree over here that's already decorated? That's an orange tree. It is? <laughs> well, I thought those bulbs were a little juicy. Well, I'll just look around. Uh, would you care to wait on me, beautiful? Well, that's my duty. Not you, flap ears. Halibut head. Go crawl back under your rock. <laughs> Don't mind playing, mister. He's just jealous. I'm sure your eyes, but for a lot of money, there's some things that ain't here, you know that. <laughs> Daisy June, are you forgetting that I'm your boyfriend? You know, baby, if I thought you had a boyfriend, I'd punch his face in. What did you say, Clem? Howdy, stranger. <laughs> say, here's a beautiful tree, mister. Uh, how much, baby? Oh, $10. It's kind of stiff, but how can I resist those big blue eyes of yours? Wow, Clem, put the tree in the man's car. Okay. Clem, careful now, I'm crossing the street. You might get hit by a car. Oh, don't worry. They've been warned. They've got to stop for pedestrians tonight. <laughs> oh! Well, how do you like that? He stole the tree. <laughs> I just remembered, I just remembered, no commercials. You know, by golly, now would be a good time to wish you a Merry Christmas to all you folks listening in. And I'll say it for Art Burley, our engineer, Keith McLeod, our producer, and uh, uh, Edna Brzezegi, Benny Friedman, Johnny Murray, Warren Lewis, uh, he's the NBC man, Dave Rose and his orchestra, that'll be Ralph Rose, Harold Rose. <laughs> well, from his 36 relatives here. His mother and two sisters are in the band. <laughs> Then there's uh, Verna Felton, Lorene Tuttle, Pat McGee, and the Four Knights, Rod O'Connor, and those two wonderful people that make this second possible, Procter and Gamble. And say, I bet you folks in the audience have a lot of folks listening in at home. So how would you like to yell Merry Christmas, huh? Go ahead. Yeah, everybody, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas! Is that fun, huh? <laughs> now when you go home, you can say, did you hear me? I was on Red Skelton's program. <laughs> And now here's David Rose and his uh, orchestra to play a medley of Christmas music.
a page from the mean little kid's diary. Harry Ellers once said, remember the time you took part in a Christmas play at church or school and how frightened you were until you got on the stage? Well, it happens to all of us, even Junior, the mean little kid. Junior, we're late, and the star of the show is never late. Why? Because the show must go on. Why? Oh, Junior, why do you ask so many questions? I don't know. Why? <laughs> why does I have to be in this Christmas play anywho? Because you were chosen, and once you're chosen by public demand, you're... You're, you're chosen. Nuts. The whole family's nuts. <laughs> Look, that sissy stuff being in a play with the girls. Why, if this news got back to me, club, the, the skunk patrol, they would demote me from a stinker to a sniff. <laughs> Don't you realize, dear, your appearance in the play tonight might well start you on a career in the theater? Yeah? Why, you might even have the makings of another Edwin Booth or John Barrymore. I'm an Errol Flynn type, and you know it. <laughs> kicker in the shins, are you? <laughs> what is there to be afraid of? The audience the way they sit there and look at you with your big eyes. I know, I know. <laughs> and the fruit stands around the auditorium have been doing a sellout business all day. <laughs> There's nothing to fear. After all, you have talent, my lad. Talent. I stink and you know that. <laughs> Don't you remember in the Easter play I was an egg and boy was I rotten. <laughs> No, no, I'm not going to do it. I won't do it either. Get up off the sidewalk. No, I'm going to bang me head. Well, you're just wasting your time, dear. We've been trying to pound something into your head for years. Yeah. <laughs> you don't love me. You don't love me. You don't love me. dear, if you cry, your eyes will be swollen, and then you won't be able to see your presents. Just oh. think, darling, tomorrow we'll open all our Christmas presents. I know what Grandpa got you. He went nuts. He went nuts oh. this time. You know that big bottle of Canel, uh, Chanel number five that you want? <laughs> Was the one that you said you'd like to have? Yes. The one that cost $60? Oh, he shouldn't. Don't have. worry, he didn't. <laughs> Here we are at the stage door. Okay, look at everybody all dressed up in the costume. Oh, there's Mummy, Mummy, Mummy. Oh, hello, Mother. Hello, dear. I was worried about you. And how's Junior? I'm okay. Put down the chair and whip. <laughs> he knows it backwards and forwards. Yeah, but I'm so nervous, I'll probably come out sideways. Come on, Bernard. Oh, hello, Mr. Keyes. I do hope your Christmas show is a success. You've worked so hard. Yes, we have. Well, uh, you'd better get Junior into his costume. Uh, here, Junior, here's your Christmas tree out. Oh, my, it has lights and everything. Oh, Mr. Keyes, all these wires. Is there any danger of a short? We wouldn't want Junior to get electrocuted. Oh, no, no. Heavens, no. no. He's wearing his good suit. Yes, my <laughs> The whole family's nuts. Perfectly safe. Good. Here, Junior, now put it on. No, I don't want to be a tree. I want to be a widow angel. <laughs> oh, you dreamer, you. <laughs> you couldn't handle a difficult acting job like that. Now, come on. Put on your Christmas tree costume. Okay. Now, your part of the program is next. Yeah. And, Junior, when you get on the stage, remember to speak up good and loud. Yeah, I got it going now. Oh, look, there's a little hole I can peek through. How do I look? Oh, you wonderful, Junior. Go look at yourself in the mirror. Okay. <laughs> I look more like a widow shrub. <laughs> look at me legs. Is that supposed to be the trunk of the tree? The first time I ever saw a knock-kneed trunk, baby. <laughs> uh, we're ready for Junior, Verna. This way, please. Come on, Junior. Okay, okay. Here, step up on this table. Junior. <laughs> Now, uh, stand still while I plug in the lights. Oh, I feel just like me grandpa. I'm all lit up. <laughs> Junior, just for 
that, you're going to get a whipping. Oh, not here, Mother. Save your spanking until we get home. We'll have it with our trees. <laughs> nuts, I tell you. The whole family's nuts. Uh, clear the stage. Clear the stage. The curtain's going up. Okay, Bernie, you're on. The time is 1948. The place, this room. It's Christmas Eve, and we're making a last-minute check of our list to be sure we hadn't forgotten anyone. We pause for a second and offer a prayer for our neighbors. We wish all of them a Merry Christmas. The children have hung their stockings and have been shooed off to bed. In the stillness of the room stands a young fir tree, the tree of the Christ child. The stillness changes our thoughts. We hear the tiny tree speaking. I am a little Christmas tree, but I'm a very confused Christmas tree because I don't know why I'm here. I was chosen from millions of little trees just like me to stand here in this room. And although I'm very young, in a few days I will wither away. My green coat will fade and me needles will drop off. Why am I standing here all decorated? What good are decorations if your deed is not remembered? They hang decoration on heroes. Yet heroes like Christmas trees are forgotten, only remembered if needed to serve another purpose. Beneath my branches, gifts are placed. They're wrapped in gay colors and tied in bright ribbons. These are the tokens of friendship, the spirit of Christmas from those who gave from the goodness of their hearts. Shall we stop and hear the receiver speak? Oh, here's another package. Who's it from? It's from your boss. Wonder what it is. Can't be much. You'd think with all his money, he'd give out with something worthwhile. Is this why I was brought here? Am I serving me purpose? Is this the true meaning, the spirit of giving and receiving? Don't they know that Christmas is the birthday of the Christ child? Not a holiday for the greedy. Why am I standing here anyway? What is me purpose? What's that? Somebody's on the roof. It's reindeer. Oh, I know the sound of the hoof. I remember how they used to play around me branches in the forest. What's that? Somebody's coming down the chimney. Who is it? Merry Christmas. Oh. Merry. Well, they're all asleep. Well, I think I'll just rest for a second. My, what a beautiful Christmas tree. Thank you. Huh? I said thank you. You said I was beautiful, so I said thank you. By golly, old Santa's ears are playing tricks on him. I could have sworn that tree spoke. I did, Santa Claus. Yes, well, why in such a sad way? <laughs> Christmas trees are supposed to be happy. I can't be happy because I can't figure out my purpose for being here. Well, haven't you ever been happy? Oh, yes, back in the forest. Oh, I remember how every spring the same birds who flew south for the winter would return and rebuild their homes that the blizzard had destroyed in my branches. 
and how the wind would blow through my needles and make me whisper music, and the birds would join in and sing. We were the sounds of the earth, a symphony unwritten. I was happy then, because I knew my purpose for being there. <laughs> But you're making music now. No, I'm not. Sure, doesn't it do you good to know that you're bringing happiness? Happiness? <laughs> you just wait until tomorrow morning when you hear the laughter of all the little children. And how proud you'll be when they dance about you. I wish I could be here to enjoy it with you. You see, I've never seen or heard the children after I leave their presence. Well, then why don't you stay around, Santa Claus? Well, for some reason, I've never been invited. Oh. It seems that after folks get what they want, Santa isn't needed until the next year when they need something else. Then why do you keep coming back? Because the children need someone to put the spirit of giving into their little hearts without greed. I come back each year hoping to find men living not by man-made laws, but by the Ten Commandments. <laughs> so you be happy, little Christmas tree. You have a wonderful purpose. But I can't be happy. They've cut off my roots. I'll be dead in a few days. And without knowing my real purpose for being here, you know yours, but I don't know mine. Well, maybe old Santa Claus can help you understand. Tonight, I paid a visit to a place and knocked two of my reindeer out cold. It was dark. And we ran head-on into an iron curtain. I should have known I wasn't wanted when I didn't see one Christmas tree to help light my way. No, there wasn't one child's stocking to be filled. Not one church holding services. And it was a great, vast place without spiritual guidance. You mean they don't have... Churches, Santa Claus? Oh, yes. They have churches, and people are free to attend. But if they do, they can no longer be members of the party. And only members of the party receive ration cards. Oh, yes. There are churches. But they're not used for worship. They're used as museums to belittle the true spirit of giving. No. <laughs> oh. Do you understand your purpose for being here? As long as you and all other trees like you can stand in the home at Christmas, the world will know that freedom of man is still here and that God's prayer, peace on earth, goodwill toward men, is still alive. Oh, thank you, Santa Claus. I see it now. And I feel so much better because now... I can die knowing I have served me purpose. Well, that's fine, little tree, just fine. Uh, I must be on my way now. Merry Christmas, Annie Claus. Merry Christmas for next year and for every year. And maybe next year you'll be asked to stay longer than just over the holidays. Merry Christmas, Annie Claus. Merry Christmas. Thanks for being with us tonight, and we hope you liked our program well enough to be with us next week. 
So until next Friday... This is Red Skelton saying thanks for listening and Merry Christmas to everyone from Procter, Gamble, and Company and from all of us. God bless you. Procter and Gamble invite you to join us again with Red Skelton next Friday. And now stay tuned to the life of Riley, which follows immediately. Red Skelton is heard on this program through the courtesy of Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.